0: This episode and every episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show is brought to you by Ironmonger Brewing. Visit Ironmonger at their tap room in Marietta, Georgia, or online at ironmongerbrewing.com.
1: Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, Science and enjoyment of craft beer. Yo, what's wrong with the beer we got? Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Brian Hewitt. And welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're
0: broadcasting from the Beer Guys Radio Studios in Marietta, Georgia. This week, we're talking St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's Day beers, lies, legends, history. Yes. I am Tim Dennis, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Brian
2: Hewitt. Hey, Tim. So joining us today, we have Adam Silverberg, the owner and chief patron of the Nesta Kennesaw. Did I get the, uh, the title correct? My favorite title. Okay. my yes. favorite one. I figured that uh, w- was still correct. There's a lot to talk about today. As you were saying, we're going to talk about the facts and myths surrounding St. Patrick's Day, the classic dry Irish stout, things you can half and half with the Guinness and some other worthy drink options uh, for the big day. Adam and everybody, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. It's a pleasure <laughs> to be here, sir. It's a, thank you, Tim, especially. <laughs> yes, yes,
0: exactly. Man, what a good one. As uh, we did a promo for this last week, and Brian's like, wow, it, ju- it feels like we just had Oktoberfest where we all pretended yeah. to be German. He's like, well, now it's, it's time sun- for us all to pretend to be Irish. That's correct. <laughs> and everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. We've got a leg up if we go out with our logos on our shirts because we've got green. Yes. So we get covered, you know, for you having to wear green there on St. Patrick's Day. So we've. We've got that covered. Green.
2: I missed the opportunity to wear the green shirt. I went with the blue one for some reason. Did. I
0: didn't even think of that. Next time, Brian. Yeah. Next year. I don't have Next the green year. one. I got all the other ones. I don't think we have any green ones left. Yeah, I think we went through all of those. I mean, I'm get, an extra we'll medium get you there. if you're looking extra to get more Extra
2: Extra medium, yeah. <laughs> Slim and tall, extra medium, <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: right? Gotcha. <laughs> you know, speaking of the color green, there is something on San Patrick's Day, a contested top. No, Mike Nate, it's contested. It is uh, green beer. And I decided to uh, see what the internet had to see about it. So I ran an Instagram poll earlier this week on yay or nay, green beer on St. Patrick's Day. Brian, do you think the yays or the nays took it?
2: I would probably guess the yays just based upon the fact that every time I've gone out for St. Patty's Day, everybody's always drinking the green okay. beer. all right. But but purists watching the show, perhaps. See, mm. we're we're
0: a beer show, so yeah, our followers may be a little – so it's it's a tough call there. Adam, what do you think? Uh, He hit the nail on the head. With your crowd? Right. It's a no. Okay. Because that's going to feel uncrafty. Well, let me tell you the results here. (laughs) So, with our Instagram poll, yay or nay, on Green Beers for St. Patrick Day, we have 68% that said no. Oh. So, uh, a little over two-thirds of people said no, no, pass on the Green Beers but 32% are are cool. Brian, would you like a recount? I would.
2: Yes, so I demand a recount. Demand absolutely. A recount. I'm going to get on the rigged phone election. With some it was rigged. rigged this was rigged. so rigged.
0: What are your personal thoughts on green beer? It reminds me of college.
3: I mean, that was a long time okay. ago. I mean, there's yeah. a, it's, it's it's a gimmick that you do with with cheap beer when you're going to drink, you know, 40 of them. Right. Yeah. Okay. But no,
2: you don't need green beer. All right, Brian. I'm okay with it. I okay. I I've decided not to be uptight about it and I know it's just food coloring and it's symbolic and it's fun. And I'm just like, okay. Okay.
0: I'm on Team Brian on this one. It's fun. It's stupid. Take you a cheap beer. Or, you know what? Take you a craft lager if you want to. True. Yeah. Make it green. If you're out someone and people are partying and having a good time and there's a green be- beer there, drink it and don't care. I want one day a like year. A flask
3: head. of green food coloring to go with you. I should, yes. Everywhere I go. Or a dropper. Everywhere a, I go.
2: I want a super fresh IPA green. Because so it tastes green, green, I want is it to fresh. look green too. Yeah. You should right? get an
0: all green everything yeah. and make that green because then it, you would fit the name of the beer.
2: Yes, absolutely. And, hey, trivia question. Do you guys know when the green beer thing started, when it it was originated? I I guess Chicago. No, I think when Jesus turned the water into (laughs) wine,
0: it was actually beer, and it was green.
2: He turned it green. So I actually have – I looked it up because I knew we were going to be talking about this. Adding green food coloring to beer was invented in New York in 1914 by Dr. Thomas Hayes Curtin, apparently. So I, I believe that was for Saint Patty's Day in nineteen fourteen, if you can believe it. Was there
0: any marketing or branding to it or he just thought Green Beer for St. Patrick's Day was I the way to go?
2: didn't look into it that deeply. I okay. the, the little write up I saw didn't didn't get into it. So but, unfortunately I should have read more into it. I just wanted to know when it started. So it's have been, been around accident. for a while. Because yeah, yeah, you know, so accident. much of
0: that stuff has they're, they act like it's just a fun or just a thing to do, but there's more to it. It's like his brand is green. And it could have been as simple as bringing it into the bar.
2: I may have to look into it because back in those days, they would say Coca-Cola is a health tonic or something like yes. that. So perhaps yeah. the adding the green made it into a health tonic. I think which that, that was the cocaine,
0: cool. Brian. Oh, uh, it was the cocaine. Cocaine
2: plus green food coloring health tonic.
0: Yeah. Go. It it's good for what me, ails man. you. Makes sense to me. Absolutely.
2: Well, Tim, I think we're uh, ready for the beers of the week.
0: Beers of the week, St. Patrick's week. We're going to get all up into this, Brian. Great list of beers. And we want to thank our friends at The Nest. Yay, The Nest for sponsoring. You know what? I'm actually going to turn this over to The Nest, man. What's happening right now? Uh, you know, uh, right now, at The Nest,
3: we are spending a lot of time doing nothing but talking about our people. And, okay. and I mean, and specifically those who have worked for us through the past two years. And everybody in our industry has just gotten their teeth kicked in for the past two years. And we've been really, really lucky. To have the staff that we do, and to have the regulars that we do, and and that's what's going on at the nest. My question for everybody right now is, you know, what's what's your favorite thing about the nest?
0: What's your favorite? Uh- that okay. it's the wing that smoke I mean, wings yeah, pretty yeah. easily you guys are gonna
3: have to give me a different answer people eventually. are like whole, second or yeah. third yeah. There, hold on the so. smoked gator the smoke. like
2: especially when i could see <laughs> yeah. it before it's been you know par- parceled out into uh little bites little so. bites yeah. yeah
3: yeah i mean but you know you guys have been there plenty of times i mean the nest it is an experience to be there it is it's and good I, the, the, if you haven't been there yet you, you got to come give us a shot and, and just enjoy it you know let let caitlin
0: serve you a beer on a tuesday afternoon yeah and you're, you're gonna leave with a smile on that your face. sounds good to me yeah, yeah. You know what, though? I have to re- change my favorite thing. It's actually the longest yard that you did a little while right. ago. Oh, that's yeah. right. The three foot long <laughs> smoked sausage there.
2: That's so. great. And it, the, that's the entire, what is it? It's like a hubcap full of nachos. What is that? It's like a, a serving nachos. tray. It's a beer yeah. serving tray. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a it's beer a, serving like tray, that. except it became a nacho platter. That's right. pretty nice.
3: Too. You
0: can tell that a fat kid may have helped design <laughs> that menu. Uh, it happens. There. It's a good menu design. I, I approve. I approve. The people, though, awesome. Always feel welcome there, man. They always take care of us. I've sat at your bar and we just chat with the bartenders, and you you get to know everybody at the bar right. and you share bombers of beer that yeah. are rare because they want to know what it is. So it's well, and it's so time. important right now. We all got to get back to the table, man. It's like everybody
3: needs to be back in those places and sharing stories and, and you're swapping lies and hitting on their back. You know, you,
0: you need that right now. It sounds like my kind yeah. of time, man. Absolutely. Good stuff. Beers of the week, Brian. Irish beers. We, you know what? We're starting off, as people may guess, there's going to be a lot of stoutiness yes. for this week. And I want to make a uh, confession mission up front. Finding Irish beers, you're going to find a lot of macros. Yes. And so we've got, we, this is a macro show, not something we normally do, but it's topical. But there's a lot of great local, you know, not a huge distribution, but go to your local brewery. They're going to have a dry Irish style on there. You know, they're going to have an Irish Red Ale or something. But for our purposes here on the show, we have a Harp Lager, Brian, that we're drinking right now. We're going to get into some Guinness, some Murphy's, a little Smittix. Uh, and uh, even a cider, Brian, a Magner cider. Yep. Uh, we did get one. Southern Tier has an Irish cream stout that we're going to sample. And from a local brewery, Bigger stuff, Daddy Jack, dry Irish stout. So we will get into that. Sounds great. going to be a good time. Brian, what's happening in the news?
2: All right. So unfortunately, we have some sad uh, news uh, this week. We've got Armand de Belder, I hope I'm saying his name right, the owner, head brewer, and head blender from Ford Dry Fontaine. He has passed away, unfortunately, Uh, though he had actually retired from active duties in 2019 when he was diagnosed with cancer. He was he was very ill. Uh, Unfortunately, he did not uh, make it, of course. And uh, and we never really had a chance to get over there and uh, drink drink beers with him and talk. And and we're huge fans of his work. So he will be missed.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
2: All right, so uh, Ukraine, as you might expect, is in the news again this week, specifically the beer news. Uh, Last week we talked about a Ukrainian brewery making Molotov cocktails. This week Russian River has announced they will brew a beer to support Ukraine, and it is the same beer Pravda Brewery in Ukraine was making before they switched to filling the bottles with Molotov cocktails. Though it will have a Russian River twist on the recipe, in part because they don't have all the ingredients the beer calls for and probably because they really wanted to dry hop it. So if you're interested in buying some cans to support the cause, or because the cans themselves are pretty awesome, the Hoppy Strong Golden Ale will go on sale around March 25th and will retail for $10 a can. As a reminder, the beer is called Putin Hulo, and I think I got that almost right, translated to radio-friendly English, meaning Putin is a jerkhead. So, uh, yeah. ISO for that.
0: Is that what it means? That's yeah. Close, close. yeah. It's very close. Those Russian translations, you got yeah, to be a little just, loose. Just a,
2: just a bit off. Uh, there's another uh, beer for Ukraine in the news. An American brewery and a uh, Ukrainian brewery have opened an uh, open-source beer program. They've launched it called Resolve, and it will furnish interested breweries with a recipe and artwork for a charitable collaboration brew, basically following the uh, the the approach set forth by Resilience and Black is Beautiful collaborations that we've seen in recent years. Resolve, the beer itself, is a 4.8% Keller beer. So Keller beer.
0: Good yeah. stuff. You are listening to the Beer Guys radio show. We do need to take a break, but we'll be back very soon to talk more St. Patrick's Day. Cobb County, Georgia is home to 19 great breweries, distilleries, meaderies, cideries, and wineries. This March, Cobb Travel and Tourism brings you Bubbles and Brews Craft Beverage Month. Visit participating locations and get your brew pass stamp. sample unique brews, and win sweet prizes all month long. Make sure to get double stamps on Bubbles and Brews event nights and vote online for your favorite brews. Celebrate with Cobb's best craft beverage makers throughout the month of March. Get more info now at bubblesandbrews.com.
2: It's great to see our community coming back to life. The cold weather is fading away and it's time to enjoy the greatest patio in Kennesaw. Join us at The Nest and spend some time with family, have a beer with a neighbor, or simply celebrate the end of another day. Make a reservation at thenestkennesaw.com for Sunday brunch and enjoy an overloaded Bloody Mary. At The Nest, you'll find smiling faces, great barbecue, and 48 taps of local craft beverages. Don't forget, our outdoor space is perfect for your four-legged best friend. We look forward to seeing you soon at The Nest.
1: The Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
2: Back off, man. I'm a scientist.
1: Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Remember, all
2: episodes are available on demand. So if you missed the broadcast, get the podcast. Beer Guys Radio is available on the podcast park and all popular and unpopular podcasting apps. Now let's get back to St. Patrick's Day Beers.
0: We are back. We're all up in the St. Patrick's Day. We are. So we actually, at the break, we decided to open a few, do some of the concoctions because Guinness and Harp and all the Irish ones. Yeah. Float it, mix it, do this and that. Um, we started with the Harp lager, which I dug. I enjoyed that. We moved on to the Magners cider and Brian, what do you think of the cider?
2: So I used to drink cider as a much younger man, and I have some fond feelings for it, but I was indifferent mostly okay. to it. It's okay. It's just not what I would. Or ordinarily drink
3: adam cider what do you think normally no i I don't drink cider but i did enjoy what do we call that the, a snake did bite? did you
0: say that's called a snake bite
2: Brian? Snake bite th- when you and mix the harp, lager yeah
0: and ma- and the cider harp and cider harp yeah. and magners right? which yeah. reminded
3: me of some of the sour beers that are in the market i think that's why i liked it okay. but it's the, the
0: the cider bite itself is just not for me i can palate it more mixed but still not a fan i'm looking forward to this glass being empty and getting something else <laughs> there we go so magners cider not my thing but we did open a Smittix Red Ale here, so I haven't got to that yet. But we're going to do that. What you need to do is drink that one first. Yeah, and for then, sure. Then you can join uh, see. The rest I'm not going to waste it. I will. I will drink it. I drink that. Right. You know, I drink that. And <laughs> to round everything out, we broke out a bottle of Bushmills Blackbush, Bush, Mills Black Bush uh, yeah, Irish whiskey to pair along here with it. So we're going to go through these. But I think we covered all the beer bases with the exception of getting into our stouts. We've had a lager. We've had a cider. We've got a red ale. The stouts are coming soon. Very soon, yes. The stouts are coming soon. St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. We pretend to be Irish. We eat foods that we think they eat in Ireland, and we pretend and we drink and have a good time. Brian, I know you did some research. I think you enjoy these shows sometimes probably as much as our listeners do because you learn things and, and research all this stuff, right?
2: Yeah, I, I do a lot, of, a lot of digging, and we haven't really done a St. Patrick's Day show before, we so there's no. a lot of... Interesting things that I'd never looked into, you know, myths and like history of, of why things happen the way they happen, right. and when they started happening and how long they've been happening. It's it's pretty interesting stuff. Things I did not realize, Tim.
0: And, you know, normally for our themed beer shows like this, we'll do a blind tasting. But I just don't think there was a lot of point of it for this.
2: one. Yeah, the, the interesting thing I've found about dry Irish stouts, especially because that's what everybody thinks about drinking is. It seems like the ultimate local beer. Unless you're drinking Guinness, you're drinking a local one. There yeah. are not a lot of, like, major ones out there. There's Guinness, Guinness, you can find Murphy's, you can find Beamish, and you might find O'Hara's, and that's about it.
0: That's it. Then yeah. go local. Find your and local then it's local. Yeah. Find a nice Nitro Tap. You've I said know where that. one is. Does the Nest have it? Yeah, you got to have it on Nitro, right? We keep Guinness right? it. on Nitro. Yeah. Okay. As you should. And you know what? We were talking about the pub we went to last year for St. Patrick's Day, and we had. A nice Reuben and some corned beef and cabbage and a pour of Guinness Nitro. And it's a fine beer, man. It really is. It's a good beer. You can't go wrong with it. I mean, it's consistent. You got anybody that
3: can make a beer like that consistent for, I don't know, how long they've been making that thing? 200 years.
2: Yeah. Props,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. Got to respect it. Brian, how did this crazy holiday get started?
2: All right. So, you know, it's, of course, we all know it's celebrated annually on March 17th. Uh the Irish have observed this day as a religious holiday for over a thousand years. I don't think I don't think people realize how long it's been going on. Uh hi- historically people would attend church in the morning, then they would drink, dance, and eat a traditional Irish meal of Irish bacon and cabbage. So uh Saint Patrick uh, lived during the fifth century. This is who it's named after, the St. Patrick's Day. He was probably born in three hundred ninety, not thirteen ninety, but three ninety. It's a good year. year. Yeah, okay. well, it was it's a, a great year. year. It was a good good great year. year for uh for everything Ireland. Uh, He was kidnapped by Irish pirates, apparently, and brought to Ireland as a slave at the age of 16, which is crazy. Uh, He escaped, but he later returned to Ireland. He got uh, some sort of a divinity degree, went to school to uh, be a reverend of some some variety, and he uh, is credited with bringing Christianity to Ireland. Are you telling
3: me that St. Patrick is not Irish?
2: No. In fact, here's the crazy thing, and uh, it's disputed as to what he was, but he was born in uh, Roman-occupied British islands. So he, his uh, his parents could have been Italian, but they may have also been indigenous Celts. And so depending on depending on where he came from, he may not be a lot of people say, Oh, he's actually Italian. He might not have been. He might have been he might so have, he been could indigenous. have been
0: indigenous. British, indigenous Celt. That's
2: right. Italian. Or he wasn't Irish though. He probably we wasn't. You know Irish. He, that he, he was not very Irish. Very likely not We've Irish. The only reason he was okay. in okay. Ireland is because he was originally taken by pirates. Taken to as a slave. There, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, uh, according to legend, he uh, he basically was converting people to uh, to Christianity using the clover to explain the Trinity. That was kind of his big thing, and uh, he is believed to have died on March seventeenth, four sixty one. So there you
0: 461.
2: go. Four sixty one. So he was born in what did I say three three ninety to four sixty one. Okay. Before, yeah, four sixty one. So. Tim, you do math in your head real quick. What like is 70. That? 70. All right. That's a good long stretch for somewhere there. Yeah. That's old age for uh, back in those days when with the, the leeches and the bloodletting and all that sort yeah. of thing, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. that's. I saw a TV show the other day. They were talking about that. And they're they're like trying to heal something. They're like, well, what you need is some warm wood and some dust off of a cobblestone and this and that. should cure you right up. Cure you right up.
2: You know, the interesting thing I said about the indigenous Celtic descent, they think that his name, if he was Italian, he was Patricious. Uh, with the Italian name, or if he was of Celtic descent, they say he was Maywin Sukit. Wow. So they have a name they believe was his name if he was from uh, the indigenous I- Isles there. So
0: now, is it? I don't know what language necessarily it is, but isn't it Padrig Like P A D R A I G is the. Uh, I think I've
2: seen that. Like, yeah. uh, oh, I'm. I don't know which which that one. That because be. I know
0: there's a big campaign when it comes around to St. Patrick's Day that's Patty's not Pat, not Patties.
2: Yeah, Patty's not D's, a T. Patty's Patty, not Patty. I didn't look into that, but I've heard people being very particular about yeah. that. I'm I'm the same way with that as I am about green beer. I'm like, yeah, it's fun. We'll just. What about it. Brian
0: spelled with a Y? What do you feel about? Oh, that, that
2: those people should be uh, <laughs> institutionalized for doing institutionalized that. It's a, totally it's a crime against. Humanity. What about
0: Tim spelled with an O? I'm
3: okay with that's, that. Uh, yeah. I find, I'm fine. I'm care. strangely <laughs> fine with that. He doesn't care.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's where that came from. Uh, yeah, it's. It's been around. What I think people don't realize is St. Paddy's Day has been a a thing for a thousand years. That blows That's my crazy. mind. That
0: is, yeah, yeah. Now, you mentioned something about bacon, Brian. It's not corned beef and cabbage. It's yeah, not Rubens.
2: That is correct. Uh, actually, the uh, the the whole the whole corned beef thing came about in in uh, the Lower East Side of New York, where the the immigrants there were trying to save some money and they found that corned beef uh was cheaper than the traditional Irish bacon. So they they started doing that in the US to save to save money. Apparently. Now Adam is looking at me like I'm crazy. Uh, and,
3: Irish bacon, I've never heard the term. So the I, Irish bacon.
2: All I've all I know about is is that was mentioned repeatedly in several historical articles. And I got a lot of my information from I think it was history.com. History.com, so, yeah. Now, shout out to them for doing good work on that.
0: Like a lot of other countries when they talk bacon, like English bacon isn't isn't like our bacon. Yeah. You know, they, like they, it's bacon different back or, bacon yeah. or something like that. Well, oh, Irish bacon is made from the back of the pig instead okay. of the belly. There you go.
2: So I think it would be yeah. like. It's the, a
0: little meatier, right? Like ours is pretty fatty. American bacon yeah. is pretty fat. And delicious. So are American. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's true. Quit calling me out like <laughs> that,
2: man. Jeez. But I think that uh, the the U.S. is different in our, in our bacon in that we do that. But I think if you go to any other place that's kind of English, you know, English, English instead of American English. If you go to Canada, it's a little more of a, a Canadian ham, bacon. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a back bacon. Any other place I've gone that has the more of an English influence than a, an American influence, the bacon is always whack. Let's just put I it want that way. I want
0: a ham, 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 or a bacon, bacon, bacon sandwich. Yeah, all the bacon? Like the, a rasher of like an English or Irish bacon, then some Canadian bacon on that top with good old American pork belly. I'll see what I can do. Uh, yeah, I you you off. would be the place that could probably yeah. pull that off, You could right? probably yeah. do that. All it's right. a land, 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 and lands. But the land, <laughs> yeah. land, land, and land.
3: Put land in.
2: cubed, or is that to the fourth power? Anyway. Land, land, land. A lot we'll of find land.
0: some other bacons to put on there. We'll figure something out.
2: With you know, well, there's uh, there, there's the pork belly, too. you got to put a little pork belly on there, which is, you know. Bacon. Bacon-ish. Bacon. I mean, not the back of the pig, but.
0: Bacon is literally the
2: pork belly. Oh, is it the pork belly? It okay, is. I thought the, the back bacon was the back of the pig, though. Well, that's, that's Irish bacon. bacon. That's Irish bacon. Okay. What country's bacon are we talking about I don't now? know. We We've already talked it? about like five different what kinds of bacon. What country's
0: beer are we yeah. talking about right now? Ireland. Or yeah. Irish-ish, I think I said. irish Some of these yeah. are Irish-ish, yeah. You're listening to Beer Guys Radio. We do need to catch another break here, but we'll be back very soon to talk more. St. Patrick's Day. The most award-winning brewery east of the Mississippi has come to Atlanta. Iron Hill Brewery and Restaurant is now serving in Dunwoody at Perimeter Mall and in Buckhead on Peachtree near Phipps Plaza. Serving a variety of menu items from a completely scratch kitchen, plus craft beer brewed 10 feet from your table. Try their signature Philly cheesesteak egg rolls paired with a fresh munichelis lager. Iron Hill Brewery and Restaurant, serving Atlanta in Buckhead and Dunwoody. Drop in today or make a reservation or place a pickup or delivery order at ironhillbrewery.com.
1: the beer guys on facebook twitter and instagram next friday is hawaiian shirt day so you know if you want to go ahead and uh wear a hawaiian shirt and jeans now back to the beer guys radio show welcome back to the beer guys radio show i want to give a quick
2: shout out to one of our great radio affiliates kbdb hd3 96.7 fm in forks washington catch beer guys radio and kbdb every saturday at 2 p.m now let's get back to these St. Patrick's Day beers. St. Patrick's Day beers. Uh, We got into
0: some stouts. We did. We did. We finally made it to the stouts. We got a can of Guinness out here. And we've been trying concoctions because when it comes to Guinness and, and really a lot of Irish beers, I don't know how much this applies to any others, but they seem to want to mix them a lot. Mix them, float them, yeah, you know, yes. do all this. So, Brian, we we have a Smithix or Smithix. I know the W doesn't exist, but I'm not sure about the T. Th.
2: have always heard the TH, but. It might be. Like Smithix? Smithix might be more. I'm guessing it has to do with your accent, where you're at. But it's definitely not a W. Like, if you say Uh the W, you're very American, and that's just just straight out wrong. That's flat out wrong. So
0: what do we call a Guinness and Smithix?
2: So a Guinness poured over basically the half-and-half situation with Smithix is blacksmith, or in some some places they call it a pint of special, which I think is probably – over in the british shop.
3: i wonder how many bars you can actually order that at and they don't stare at you right like like, they, like people mind. know the
0: black and tan yeah and there's one they call the black velvet is that with champagne
2: the black velvet is guinness and champagne correct okay because I, I think
0: i've seen the snake bite on menus yes i've seen the black velvet and uh, of course the black and tan you see those around there but there's a lot more what is a guinness and malort
2: get i think it's a the i think malort. it's what it's okay. called yeah is that it yeah. that's a it's called a black and malort.
0: We don't yeah. have any malort here at the studio. We've no, got everything no, else. No, this
2: is a malort free zone. Thank God. All yeah. of the
0: other bad decision <laughs> liquors we do have here. So
2: I should point out you you brought up snakebite and snakebite is lager and cider together, and people mistakenly put Guinness and cider together, and call it a snakebite. That's not. That's a black and gold.
0: Okay, because yeah. I was under the impression that Guinness and cider was the snakebite
2: reasonably about 90% sure 75 80% sure maybe okay. based on the internet the internet says it's that's a black and gold
0: okay and yeah. i bet some of these cuz there's there's a laundry list oh yeah of these concoctions oh, yeah. i'm sure there's some liberality with how they're used on menus
2: and it's definitely some places do in fact call it that they're just wrong but i mean it, it makes them happy and people know what they're ordering so okay. that's fine
0: so what's your thought on the uh the Guinness with the
2: Smittics? the blacksmith this is the good i like right, this okay. i actually like this a, a good amount i think adam is in my court with this
3: uh, it's the best blacksmith i've ever had do you do any
2: <laughs>
0: floats or anything with yours doesn't come on
3: just doesn't doesn't come up I so mean, here yeah.
0: I'm, I'm giving you this marketing you can run it by rich this is free All of right, charge you're right. not going to be billed for this okay. FYI. okay we have that on tape do do <laughs> a look at what you got on your board man and feature something like encourage people to try it out there you know it's a Get the adventurous and, yeah. and see there. So come up with.
3: We've done that with coffee before. Just like what yeah. mixes with coffee. And then, you know, Guinness. The Guinness, yeah. yeah. I yeah.
2: want a fruited sour with Guinness floated over top of it. Anything it raspberry, yeah. cherry, or the like in the reddish, tartish.
3: I mean, you know, and if it's sour. terrible, at least you tried it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Right. You don't have
3: to drink it again. And you right. don't
2: have to make an entire keg of it. You can just pour it right there on the spot. And just and the fun with is. naming yeah.
3: is, is worth, the, worth Absolutely. the
2: effort. And that's what a lot of the, uh, the mixes, the halves and halves, the, uh, the black and tan concepts, a lot of them are basically people put these together more for the name than really for it being a delicious beverage. So I want a Guinness and Black Tuesday. A black and super black, I think, is what that would be. So, a uh, one, it's one I th-
0: taxes blackout blackout. <laughs> that's it.
2: I I think that uh, yeah. the one of the ones that people uh, I think made just because of the name was the it's called a black a black and trash. I believe is what it's called. It's if you put Guinness over a Miller or a Coors. Uh, okay, fair, yeah. fair. <laughs> so, Brian, let's talk
0: more about St. Patrick's Day here. So, in America, we go all out. There's parties, there's parades, we're dying rivers, we're doing that. What do we know about, like, St. Patrick's Day parades and and celebrating here in the U.S.?
2: All right, so I think that the the original one is in 1848, or the original biggest one anyway. Uh, Several New York Irish aid societies decided to unite their parades into one official New York City St. Patrick's Day parade. And as today, that parade is the oldest civilian parade and the largest one in the United States with over 150,000 participants uh three million people line up to see it it lasts for five hours and the parade was canceled uh during the pandemic uh, 2020 2021 and that's probably the only time it's been canceled but been running since 1848 and did i see you pour a lot a lot of blackbush into a glass over there
0: i don't see where that's relevant to our conversation
2: yeah so (laughs) that kind of threw me off just the glug 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 of the whiskey but uh five fingers yes yeah, that's at least back on figures. track, Brian, back yes, on track, back on track, Boston. Oh, whiskey, though. Uh, Boston, Chicago, Philadelphia and Savannah also have major parades between 10,000 and 20,000 participants each year in each of those when they're on. Obviously, not during the pandemic, but uh, Chicago be- began a tradition of dry- uh, dyeing the Chicago River green in 1962. Uh, the first year they used 100 pounds of vegetable dye and they kept it green for an entire week, which is kind of crazy okay. when you think about it. Now they use around forty pounds, and it only lasts for a few hours. And they made that change because, well, they're trying not to kill everything in the river.
0: I need some help here. I, I need an answer from one of you guys. How do you keep a river dry died for a week? That's moving water.
2: I think uh, just my, keep
0: dumping stuff in well, it. Well, that's what just I was keep do doing. Do they it. just keep going at keep it? There? I
2: think okay. so. Or it, it, with the uh, the hundred pounds, it may have been such a large block. It might have been a big capsule or a big lump of things that were slow. It was slowly like dissolving. an endless bath bomb. I yeah, need some like physics. A
0: giant ba- I need some physics videos here. I don't as think as any they, of us know physics. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to hit YouTube. And I see will say I
2: question the math because if hundred pounds did it for a week, how does 40 pounds only last for a few hours? But I think this may be an intentional dilution of the product again for environmental concerns. So, okay. But yeah, a week, so I,
0: I'll have to find out the answer to that. A week see is
2: that. seems excessive.
0: Now, Brian, did you mention Savannah?
2: I know I did not get into Savannah. So we talked about how the Chicago River was dyed green in 1962, and that's where a lot of people think it began. But Savannah has the oldest St. Patrick's Day parade in the nation. It started in 1813. But they also claim to be the first to have dyed a river green. But they only did it once in uh, 1961, and it didn't work very well. They only got a little bit of green out of it. And reportedly, the story is people claim that one of the people involved with that Told Major Daly in Chicago about it, say, hey, you ought to try this. And they did it the year after. Chicago claims that they were the the first ones to do it. Savannah also claims that they were the first ones to do it. So it's kind of of fun, but debated. uh, But Savannah's uh, parade is actually the first of of its kind in the nation at 1813. The New York one actually kind of got together. There were independent ones, but the big one got together in 1848.
0: And Brian, here's something that absolutely boggles my mind. I would have had no idea. St. Patrick's Day was traditionally a religious holiday, correct?
2: Uh, y- yes, yeah, it and absolutely was. So that was. means no
0: drinking, right? Yeah, I. Uh, no, that's not what that means. Yeah. See, right?
3: No. What kind so, of religion did you grow up in? Mormon. Oh, wow. Well, okay. We couldn't even drink like
0: Coke. <laughs> or, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So it was a religious holiday, and they actually re- relaxed the uh, the restrictions on the day to allow people to drink during that day. And in up but up until the 1970s. Irish laws mandated that the pubs were closed on uh, March 17th, but yeah, up in the 1970s, but they realized they were, they were leaving money on the table. Tourism dollars were there to be made. People Uh, could come in and would want to go to the pubs and drink heavily. So they mostly Italians, mostly Italians. (laughs) It turns out they wanted Italian (laughs) pilsers, but they settled for Guinness. Uh, So the opportunities to uh, get the tourists in and drinking was a big part of the change for that. So. They, they relaxed it in the 1970s. A lot of things relaxed in the 1970s, you know. But uh, So they
0: just stayed home and ate bacon, basically. <laughs> Irish bacon. Then. Right. Irish bacon, <laughs> yeah.
2: No, Not Canadian. It, yeah, actually, they would drink and dance at home and eat Irish bacon <laughs> and cabbage, but uh, okay. they, wouldn't, they weren't going out to the pubs. So they still you, celebrated, did, though.
0: In your research, did you find, was there still drinking involved? They just weren't allowed to go to the pubs? Oh, or? for sure. Oh, oh okay. yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Oh, they definitely, They like I said, they, were, they partied. They partied okay. well, and it was kind you. of... It was relaxed on that day Good because plan. it was a, a Good plan. Yeah. St.
3: Patrick's Day. should be an industry holiday.
2: <laughs> industry, <laughs> exactly. Give the industry the <laughs> day yeah. off there. Let the yes, industry so. have their fun and their time off too. Yeah, that so makes they definitely sense. did.
0: Do you go out for shenanigans on St. Patrick's Day anymore, Brian?
2: Uh yeah. It, it, if it's the the pandemic, kind of changed up how I do things, but yeah, if okay. if it's convenient, I I I'd like to go out for. i like to have a Guinness
0: that's about it i'm not going out to, i'm not going to go to the party bars that are looking to chug beer all day but i want to have a pint of guinness maybe a reuben or some corned beef and cabbage do it up the american way. Have i do like the corned
2: beef and cabbage I do good stuff that. man
0: you are listening to the beer guys bacon show we do need to take a break but we'll be back right after this Have you visited Ironmonger Brewing recently? Take a trip and see the newly renovated and spacious taproom or enjoy the outdoors in their new beer garden with plenty of seating and shade to ease that summer sun. Ironmonger's taproom has a variety of craft beer and hard seltzer on tap with wine and spirits coming soon. Ready for a bit of adventure? Try out axe throwing with Ironmonger's 16 Target Range. It's the perfect spot for some quick fun or to host your next party or corporate event. So grab your friends and have some fun today at Ironmonger Brewing.
1: the beer guys on facebook twitter and instagram What now back to the beer guys radio show welcome back to the beer guys radio show
2: if you enjoy the show please consider supporting us on patreon just go to patreon.com slash beer guys patrons get cool perks like beer guys swag and commercial free episodes now let's get back to st patrick's day beers
0: st patrick's day beers brian we have uh we've gone through we've gone through most of the big ones here Yes. We have not cracked into yet our local bigger staff. Uh, we haven't gotten into Daddy Jack yet. We haven't gotten into the Southern Tier, and I'm kind of curious with that one, Southern yeah. Tier, because I know them. I've drank a lot of their pastry stout. I think we're, they were one of the first ones to really step out there with the pastry stouts, weren't they? They were kind of the big guys. Creme, creme Brulee. Yeah.
2: The creme brulee, creme brulee. And, of course, they did. Was, were they the ones that did pumpkin King back in the day before everybody was doing a pumpkin yeah. beer? And yeah. that was yeah. That was kind of my favorite one to look for every year.
0: They had quite a few. They did quite a few. I remember that creme brulee being really good in like a five ounce pour. Oh yeah. But it was just so sweet. Did you did you enjoy that one? Do you drink that uh, one? but I'm with you though.
3: It's it's the four or five ounce pour
0: you need. It's a it. short pour yeah. one, right? Yeah. That would be one that would be good to mix with one that wasn't quite as as sweet as Cloin, but it was tasty. Yeah. Brian, we have sampled uh quite a few Irish beers here. We've done some mix ups on several of the different beers. And let there's just a huge list here you have, Brian of uh, some of these concoctions, and uh, Guinness, I think, is probably the one most people are going to know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you go out, there's going to be places they're going to have green beer and they're going to have Guinness. Tell me a little bit about Guinness. I know you did a little research there.
2: Oh, sure. Uh, before I do, because we tried but we tried both Murphy's and Guinness side by side, which one did you prefer before we get into that?
0: I'm going to say, Brian, I thought they were very, very, very similar, but taking a test, taste test back and forth, I think I'd give Murphy's the nod by just a little bit.
2: It is quite nice. Did yeah. you think the same, Adam? Or are you kind of... I think I prefer the Guinness. Okay. okay. Fair. Right. Fair. It looks like we're split, because I think no Mike, Nate, no Mike Nate also said he preferred the Guinness. but No Mike Nate's
0: on Guinness, okay. Adam is on Guinness, and Brian and I seem to be on the Murphy's.
2: Murphy's. I think I, I, I don't favor think I prefer Murphy's.
0: If you dig either one of them, you're not going to be disappointed by the other.
2: Absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely not. And uh, th- there's a lot of nostalgia for me for, for Guinness. But uh, speaking of Guinness, uh, Arthur Guinness started the br- Brewing Ales in 1759, and he exported... His first beer, 10 years later, uh, the most popular dry Irish stout in the world and basically synonymous with St. Patrick's Day. Uh, It's brewed in 50 countries, at least 50, possibly more, and available in over 120 countries. The St. James Brewery, uh, Gate Brewery, excuse me, in Dublin, Ireland, has had over 20 million visitors since it was uh, first open in 2000. And that includes me. That includes Brian. I was there How in 2004 that? and had right. had a Guinness in the top. Do you top. know what number you were? Uh, I don't. 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, actually, yes. Yeah. So it was <laughs> it was 1168. No, I, I have no idea. Uh, so the multinational beverage behemoth Diageo, who owns Guinness right now, was formed by a merger of Guinness. And London-based conglomerate named Grand Metropolitan, it gets its signature tang in the beer from blending a portion of aged beer with its fresh beer, or at least it did up until who knows when. And they're not—they're uh, a little cagey about whether or not they still do that, or if they maybe add something to uh, add that little bit of little bit of a tang to it. So, and the uh, the widget in the can of a Guinness was invented by them in 1988.
0: So, 88. Yep. Okay.
2: It's well, been around. That for a no while. widgets
0: in the can, huh?
2: Yeah, 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 There was there was none. I I'm assuming they were I don't know what they were pouring. I guess just uh well they've got other forms of Guinness that do not they have do. widgets in the right. can, so I'm guessing they were just pouring it the way it was. So they
0: I would think that they were, but was Guinness the first one to do the can widget, the nitro pour thing, or whatever. Be. I, be, believe, right? I believe I yeah. believe so.
2: I think everybody else followed suit. I believe that they invented the actual widget itself. Yeah. So everybody okay. else kind of saw what they were doing, like, oh, we can reverse engineer that and do it ourselves. Yeah. So, but yeah, they came up with it.
0: Okay. Now, Adam, I know I asked you this a little bit earlier, but we were talking about St. Patrick's Day. Like, the Nest is not, you're not an Irish bar, if Correct. you weren't aware. Yeah. So I think people like to go Irish, but do you see more people coming out just in general? Uh, you or see or more day
3: drinkers on St. Patrick's okay. Day just in that general. that makes sense. Yeah, people... Just kind of use it as the excuse. I mean, you know, uh, any day that encourages drinking, you know, St. Patrick's Day, Flag Day. It's a good day to, Flag day. to go yeah Wednesday. Day to Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we will see an uptick. We'll, we'll see an uptick. But we're, to your point, we're not a cheap drink, drink all night kind right. of place. Right. You're so not, that's not coming
0: it. to get $1 green beers no. at the Nest. No. Chicken wings are actually $75 each now, aren't they? Oh, my God. They're getting close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: The, we were ta- it's they're funny really good. clarity, so. they're two. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: They're two. Yeah. But you know what? Brian and I were talking about it. We've joked about you know the cost of wings. I mean, just generally. And you talked about as a restaurant owner, the price we see on the menu is, is a reflection of what you're seeing when you're buying wings. But someone posted after Brian and I talked about it and made the comments like, forget these rising gas prices. I'm concerned with the price
1: of oh, chicken, chicken wings. These, yeah. And I'm like,
0: you know, actually that's hit me a little harder than the extra and it's get worse. $6 in my gas tank. It's get worse. Oh no. I
2: was I was about to ask if as somebody who's very close to that the the wing industry, the wing supply, are we are we trending upward in price or downward in prices? There good?
3: is no sign of any sort of relief on the chicken wing price. Oh
2: no. You know, the chicken no wing sign. wing index is just yeah. going through Things the roof. Things are not through looking good for yeah. the chicken wing oh, market. Oh no. It's these are the new ca- it's the new caviar. I'm going to start e- buying wings with what, with little cans of expensive russian caviar well, I'm gonna you, serve them hey, with white have the russian caviar anymore yeah. what's that
0: i'm going to serve them with white gloves
3: here's uh,
2: yeah. your
0: that's it here's your <laughs> wings sir they'll become gourmet <laughs> truffle shaved truffle i need to
2: see over. your w2 before <laughs> i can give you these <laughs> a credit wings. check to <laughs> to buy chicken wings yeah. each 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 chicken has its own little like fenced off spot with a, like a velvet like sitting location. You know? well, Great I mean, news, you know guys, we're, I just we're joking. Proof for a twelve pack. Uh, of yeah, wings. there you
3: go. Yeah, we're <laughs> we kid, but that's that's a big problem. A place like me that's about community. I I, I want my prices to be approachable. Sure, but, but you know we got to make money too. Right, it's because well, sir,
0: I mean you got to. I admit, and I understand how all this works with pricing and that. I'm I'm paying three something for a dozen eggs now. Right, you know at the store, and to go out and have a dozen wings and fries in that, and it'd be twenty twenty five dollars depending on where you go. Chicken wings are the twenty five cent Wednesday. You know, you're going on Wing Wednesday to your local bar, and that's the happy hour. Yeah, thing, you
2: know, he had three wings not for a dollar, twenty-five not cent today. wings. Yeah, Go for the rip. Right.
0: Eat some chicken wings later. Let the
2: market calm down, right.
0: and then come back. to Your the pork wings products later, right? are going to be cheaper right yeah. now. Yeah, it's, it's 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 <laughs> fish fry season. So, it is. It oh, it fit. is.
2: Yeah, I mean, anyhow, right now fish are probably cheap. I'm guessing. I digress. Yeah, <laughs> no,
0: not really. St. Patrick's Day there, but uh, Brian talking about Murphy's. Do you yes. have more to share on Guinness? or Are we good on Guinness? I
2: think I've got all the. I think I've got all the good Guinness stuff. Tell us about Murphy. All right. So, you know, Murphy's, it's kind of one of the big competitors to Guinness, especially in uh, in Ireland. It was, I believe it was the Ireland's second largest brewer as of 1906 uh, after Guinness. It was founded in Cork, Ireland in 1856 and uh, was purchased by Heineken in 1983. So this is in fact a Heineken beer. And as we said, this is basically a macro show, you know, it a- is effectively Essentially,
0: the first time we've literally ever done this in over six years
2: yeah exactly so uh it was brewed intentionally to be less bitter than guinness and has been variously described as being either nutty coffee-like or even toffee-ish the uh the brewery changed its name uh to heineken brewery ireland and it produces Murphy's and Heideken products for the Irish market. And it, at one point in time it was the brew was actually called Murphy's
3: What was that description again?
2: Uh, it was it was described as nutty, coffee like, or even toffee ish.
3: Right, which is how I describe you.
2: Yeah. Right. Okay. Ooh, I yeah. take that as a Do you a need me
0: and no Mike Nate to leave the
3: room, right. guys? Yeah. <laughs> nutty and coffee like. Nutty and coffee like
2: coffee <laughs> like you know what? Ron's like true. Very, true. This, very is, accurate. Accurate. this yeah, is accurate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I can get into, uh, we didn't get into them, but, uh, the alternates on Guinness and mixes, if you guys are Let's interested talk in about some, yeah. what do we got here? So what? I think one of the most popular ones beyond the black and tan, which is bass and Guinness, in case anybody's is curious, is the black and blue, which is blue moon and Guinness. So that's interesting. Everybody, everybody, everywhere that lists one of these has blue moon and Guinness is, is the thing. I guess it's, it's a big deal. Black and brown, Newcastle, brown and Guinness topping over, over it, uh, Black and gold, as we described, is Guinness and Magner cider or any other cider if you've got any of those available. Black and velvet, Guinness and champagne. Black and red is, is Killian's or any other red ale if you have them. Uh, if it happens to be a Smithix, they call it a blacksmith typically. And uh, so we've got a few more. Let me see. Or if a I get... pint of special. Right, oh, Brian? yeah. The pint of special. That's right. You got the black tire on here. Oh, yeah. Black tire. Fat tire. If you float Guinness over a fat tire, it's called a black tire. Uh, I gotta get into the, the gingling, which is Guinness floated over Yingling, which is beautiful. That seems uncommon Another <laughs> another great one is the Black Eight or the Black Eight ball, which is Guinness over Old English eight hundreds. So that's, that's a amazing. Great idea. And for people who are drinking seasonally, uh, black and orange is, is Guinness over a pumpkin ale or any stout over a pumpkin ale. So that's or yeah, any
0: any any pumpkin ale. Any huh? pumpkin ale basically did, yeah. Did I see something I think in one of our chats that I ignored from you? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there something like Guinness and a Frambois or something along those lines? Oh,
2: ones? yeah. You right? know what? I'm trying to think of what that was. That, uh, I think it might have been also called a black and red. Okay. You know what? That was also called a black and red, even though the red ale was also like called a, a black or and Like a creaker Frambois Guinness was a black and red. Which is something I would definitely like to try. I would try it. I would definitely be interested in trying that. And uh, the Irish American or the black and trash is the Guinness over... Miller or Bud, So that's a fun one.
0: What is Guinness
2: and, uh, Michelada Guinness and Michelada. Oh, that's a, that's Moy Caliente is what that it means, is. Right the moi there. Caliente. Yeah, yes. That should be the Mui more Caliente, more you know, Guinness and a uh, black and Bach is Guinness over Shiner So Guinness over Shiner Bach, man, yeah. so much, so much to enjoy
0: for St. Patrick's day, Adam, the nest. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for you having know, me. Check out the nest. You know what brunch, brunch, brunch on Sundays. wings, ribs, beer, go visit the nest Kennesaw, Georgia. Well, that about wraps it up for this St. Patrick's Day episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show. Join us next week as we talk to Prison Pals Brewing. For more craft beer info, follow us online. We are Beer Guys Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have a great St. Patrick's Day, and don't forget to drink macros. Cheers.